0: What does it say in the door? What does it say in the door right there? Suck dicks, write hits. We ain't sucking any dicks right now.
1: Models to live by.
2: to the nights we felt alive the nights we felt alive i would have married you in vegas had you given me the chance to say i do couldn't make it any more obvious could you be any more obvious what's up my fellow washers i am michelle and i am once again not proposing to anyone on this show but we are once again popping champagne on the Mosh Pit podcast, because not only is my lovely co-host Kelly engaged, but now your favorite scene grandma, Brienne is engaged. <laughs> Woo! Party time! Excellent! Congratulations, Brienne. Thank you very much. So if you listened a few episodes back, we had a whole episode about Kelly's engagement. So this will be all about Brianne's engagement. Uh, so Brian, tell us. Let's get into it.
3: So fun fact, I actually got engaged like the week after Kelly, um, but we delayed talking about it on the podcast because I wanted to go home and show my family in person over the holidays. Yes, I took every precaution necessary. I quarantined. I got tested all of the, the things. Everyone's healthy. Yay uh but yeah so this happened uh over thanksgiving it happened pretty quickly after kelly so it was uh just one of those things i wanted to tell my family before i started spouting off on the podcast about it so yay we're finally be able to tell people
2: so tell them oh. <laughs> you, you talked about telling people but you didn't tell anybody anything
3: <laughs> sorry okay so uh we went out, we were at our favorite restaurant and they have a rooftop open bar area thing so it was, you know, all the socially distanced things, and yeah, he threw down two old fashions faster than I could even describe, uh, <laughs> and then, and then, uh, you know, liquid courage. Yeah, and then he kept trying to push really expensive food on me, because uh, the only reason why we went was because of happy hour, and I'm like, no, we're here to save money, because it's happy hour, <laughs> he's like, no, but like, we're not paying for dinner and I'm like why aren't we paying for dinner like what is going on he's like your dad's paying for dinner I'm like why is my dad paying for dinner and then he goes around the table and gets on one knee and then I blacked out uh <laughs> and then some nice
2: stranger I saw the, video. the video you cried. For you
3: <laughs> yeah some nice stranger has a video of me crying hysterically while just vigorously shaking my head yes because no words were coming out of my mouth so that very was cute. fun it's very cute yes <laughs> So uh, that happened, and then uh, we just got real drunk on random people buying us champagne at the bar, and uh, yeah, so that was fun.
2: There you go. All right, everyone in unison, awe. <laughs> <laughs> I expect all of you out there listening to have said awe with me. Anyways, trick you again, because you know, just like Kelly's engagement episode wasn't about her engagement, this episode isn't going to be about Brian's engagement. Womp womp. I know, I know. You all wish to delve deeper into the private lives of the Mosh Pit hosts, but we're not getting into that today. Actually, if you do want to get to know us a little bit better, we have done that in the past. We did, you know, a fun, drunk little Q&A in our mullet episode, episode eight, I believe it was. Um, So go check that out, but do that later because, you know, you're already here in episode 25. Guys, we made it to episode twenty-five. You know what? Since we're already drinking to celebrate Brienne's engagement, let's cheers to that! Clink, 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 <laughs> clink, clink.
3: Cheers, clink, clink. virtual.
2: Cheers, virtual cheers. One day we're gonna do a show all together. One day.
3: Oh my god, <laughs> that'll be the day. I can't wait. Should we take bets on what episode that's gonna be? <laughs>
2: oh yes, let's do that. I think. All right, this is episode twenty-five. It's January twenty twenty-one i think i'm gonna say episode 60.
3: where what time of what time of a year are we landing at that's uh september i was actually gonna go a little earlier i'm gonna go 42. i'll take a cautious route and
1: and go higher than michelle so i'll say like october which would be like 65 or something 70. okay
2: okay 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 right. all right well i guess right. uh okay. we'll see
3: it might end up being on either me or Kelly's bachelorette party in, like, two years. It's fine. <laughs> right?
2: This is going to be virtual forever. Sorry, yeah.
3: guys. We need to stop drinking because we have to go record, a to- like, an at least an intro to the podcast. <laughs> no, no, no. stop drinking.
2: <laughs> Who says we have to stop drinking? We, we wake up the next day and there's a <laughs> podcast up and we're like, what? <laughs> Who posted it? <laughs> All right. Well. That is sometimes off, but for this milestone episode, we have got another fantabulorific band interview for you. Yeah, I made up a word. Okay, guys, I'm running out of adjectives. I don't think I have that great of a vocabulary as I thought I did. Um, so <laughs> this band, we've mentioned them to you on the show before. I'm not going to mention it now because uh, I want it to be a surprise. You know, you probably actually read the name of the band in the description of the show, or at least I hope you did because... I think I'm hilarious, and I work really hard on them, and I'd be really disappointed if nobody reads my descriptions. I don't think anybody reads them now. I'm really bummed out. Alright, the surprise is ruined. We're talking to Chicagoans, a band known as Rematch. But that's later. First, as always, music news, I guess. Alright,
1: to kick off music news today, we've got a relatively new or at least new to us band brooklane um and they were actually recently signed to we are triumphant records in december they've got currently two singles out now um bite the bullet and crazy um and so crazy was mostly recently released and I've got to say the guitar and drum intro is just like crazy good. I was pretty much like immediately hooked at the point of, of that intro. Um, And there's a pretty sweet bridge and like melody change up toward the end. And we all know my favorite pop punk has killer bridges. So obviously I'm into it. (laughs) Um, It's just like really good classic like a classic feeling of pop punk. And I get excited when I hear new bands like that. Um, and the other song they've got out, Bite the Bullet, also really good. Same, like, upbeat, fast-paced feeling.
2: Yeah, I definitely agree with that, like, classic uh, mid-2000s pop punk vibes. Um, you know, and Crazy, the storytelling and wrecked relationship theme, and then the fast drums and fixation on the hometown and Bite the Bullet, <laughs> super mid-2000s pop punk um, and I'm really digging them you know there are the generic pop punk that made me fall in love with bands like Neck Deep and Waster um, and you know I, I really want to clarify when I say generic pop punk it is not a bad thing no. <laughs> it sounds bad we love it but everyone loves
3: it <laughs> yes if you don't like um, it then why are you listening to this podcast like come on
2: <laughs> yes um, honestly You know, I've been really happy with the scene lately because, you know, if you're a band that can make me feel 17 again with your music, you're nailing it, in my opinion. And that's what Brooklyn did. Uh, You know, if only they could make me look 17 again.
3: (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Um, Ironically, the one band that stuck out in my mind that I was going to compare them to, they made me feel like I was young, but not in a good way. So I feel like these two songs could have been two different completely different bands. Because Crazy was way more on the poppy side of things. But Bite the Bullet, which I actually liked way more, reminds me of uh Newfound Glory. Like good Newfound Glory. Not the current <laughs> bullshit. But yeah, it reminds me of Newfound Glory, like the good old school Newfound Glory when we were seventeen that made me feel like I was seventeen, not the stuff now where I'm twenty nine and I'm just like this doesn't this, this I feel dirty listening to this and thinking that I'm 17 yeah the good 17 you know I mean? not the bad 17 yeah not yeah. the bad 17
2: <laughs> not um, the creepy
3: 17 yeah but um yeah I was vibing super hard with uh, Bite the Bullet um the guitar riff and the second verse was just Mwah, chef's kiss um but yeah I, I I look forward to seeing what else they're gonna do because in all honesty they the two songs seem pretty different to me so the first Bite the Bullet versatile. 2 had
1: a feature on it I think right yeah um yeah
2: yeah we we set signals yes they were
1: featured on bite the
2: bullet also quite a good band that um i don't give enough attention to and you know what maybe we'll do some sort of band spotlight on them mm, yeah and, uh, i feel like it they're pretty cool we haven't done a band spotlight in a while i know yeah we haven't that's because we've been interviewing bands oh my I god really like, so cool <laughs> really big deal <laughs> a really big deal you should be friends with us now before <laughs> like we get real big yeah <laughs> so speaking of music that makes you feel like you're 17 again. Like, resurrected is uh, Avril Lavigne uh, with Mod Sun just released Flames. And I, you know what? I say resurrected because, you know, there's that conspiracy theory out there that she was replaced by, what, what is it, like, Melanie? Melody? Something I still like that. It. And...
3: Yeah, it was basically <laughs> like, like her stunt double, like, took her over or something. I don't know.
2: Yeah. Well, anyways, uh, you know, we love conspiracy theories on this show. And, you know, I don't know what I was expecting when I heard this song, you know, considering it's Avril, but she sounds exactly the same and I fucking love it. You know, she was definitely one of those artists that got me into the alternative scene and, you know, she was the soundtrack to my angsty preteen years and it's nice that she can still make me feel something. Um, And yeah, those dual vocals in the chorus and everything, just... uh, fantastic and the lyrics are great you know i always appreciate a good rhyme like narcissist and arsonist
1: great. that was a good one
2: yeah mm-hmm. and then just in general like i can picture all the broken hearted pop punkers out there belting this out with you know like tears running down their faces iconic it's, i'm a big fan a plus
3: i was just so you know it's just so great to have the original mainstream punk rocker you know back in the scene again like, it's been a minute, and even her last, well, at least the last album I can think of, like, with Girlfriend and all that kind of stuff was way more on the popier yeah. side. It's nice to hear her and her element of the more, like, harder side. And the con- their, their voices together, like, contrast so well. Like, she's got way more of, like, an angelic vibe, and at points he's, like, borderline yelling. And then there's also the contrast of the, you know, hard rocker edge of it and then at the end it ends with just her and acoustic guitar I thought that was a really good way to play off of like the intense energy like you were talking about like the crying in the corner with the emo things like it builds up a lot of emotion and then it like kind of just like releases at the end Mm -hmm. it just I loved I loved it so much and I need it like on repeat and headbang in my bedroom like I did when skater boy was popular like I just I need that (laughs) in my life
2: he was a scared boy she said see you later boy we don't yeah. want to get you, so we're
3: gonna stop
1: <laughs> i it was, it was like kind of weird to hear avril again for me because i honestly like haven't really listened to her since like middle school i mean i feel like girlfriend was literally a different person so i kind of don't Fair. have that song but um yeah she just really she has an awesome voice um so that was really exciting to hear her again but I'm also, like, rediscovering Mod son because of this song. Like, I have one song of Mod sons that I, like, used to listen to a lot. It's called No Girlfriend, and it's from 2010. So, obviously, it's oh. extremely different from, like, what he's creating now a decade later. But um, it's, like, more, like, hippie kind of sounding.
2: Um, oh,
1: interesting. I have to – I, I, I want to listen to it now. It's good. Yeah, it's, same. Like, I'm not. I was just about to sing it, and I really don't want to do that. So, but you should go listen to it.
2: <laughs> Kelly, you're definitely a better singer than I am. So,
1: I'm definitely not at all. Um, but yeah, no girlfriend from literally 2010. So like over 10 years ago that was released. It's like crazy to hear how different it is now. But um, either way, Avril and Modson together on the chorus. Michelle, totally agree. It is insane, hot, fire, flames. Get it? (laughs) Uh, Yes. You're so cute.
2: (laughs) I see what you did there.
1: I just wanted to make you
3: proud with my puns. You made me so proud. (laughs) You're growing up so fast. Thank you. It means a lot. So after going on and on and singing the praises of our pop punk princess, Avril Lavigne, uh, I hesitate to bring up the next song. Um, We got Tiger's Jaw coming out with a new song, Hesitation. Well, I'm not a huge Tiger's Jaw fan. Um, I definitely liked this song better than most of what I've heard from them. But I'm gonna caveat that with it's still not my cup of tea. Um, I honestly think it's the like the I I don't know. I'm just not into it that much, and it, it was
2: fine. Yeah, I definitely agree. I definitely like this more than what I've heard from like recent Tiger's Jaw. You know, it's a little less indie, a little more alternative rock which would totally be a really good song title. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. You know, they're, they're confusing me with these vocals, I think. And I just... I couldn't listen to it because I was like, wait, didn't they have a female vocalist? Like, you know, Brianna Collins was the main vocalist since Adam left. And that's what we heard when we have talked about them on the show before. And now there's a male vocalist again. You know, has he been there the whole time? Would I, of all people, not have noticed that there was a dual vocals thing going on? You know, I feel... Like, there's a hidden conspiracy in here somewhere. Brian, I think you need to get on this. You need to deploy your investigation team, and I need to know what is going on.
3: I will have a full scale investigation report tonight at 11. Uh (laughs) Because I work in news. It's it's funny. It's funny. It's funny. funny. (laughs) I'm funny. At least I pretend to be, or at least I think we're hilarious. I just need people to like take pity on me and be like, Yeah, that was okay. I think it was funny. funny.
1: <laughs> I think I think we're funny. Not even so that it was good. It was okay. Sometimes I listen back to our episodes and I laugh at ourselves. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, Kelly, I
1: love you. Uh, anyway, um yeah, I thought this was, I mean it's like a pretty mellow song. I thought there I, I definitely agree, it was definitely more alternative and um had a little more rock elements than their last singles that we've that we've listened to um it had some cool drums and guitar riffs throughout the verses and the chorus was actually like kind of catchy um i think it's like a cool song if you're in a mellow mood um i agree i'd like it more than other recent tires jaw singles that we've listened to um but i feel like i'd have to be in you know the right mood to listen to it you know I understand that. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. You know what I'm always in the mood to listen to? I don't know. Kelly, tell me. John O'Callaghan. <laughs> oh, yeah, that is true. You
2: John... can never not be in
1: the mood for John. <laughs> never. Um, John O'Callaghan of John the Ghost has released a single called Live Once and also announced pre-order for his debut album, I Only Want to Live Once, which will be released on February 12th. There is just, you know, obviously I love anything that Mr. John O'Callaghan creates, this included. Um, this single, Live Once, is, um, I mean, again, like, John the Ghost and even the main now, not really pop punk, but I don't really care since it's so good. Uh, John's just a poet, and I feel like with John the Ghost, he's, you can tell, like, he's totally free to do whatever he wants with this project like experimentation and lyrics I think it all shows um like how much of his own this is and I love that um the lyrics in this are just like so good like all day today I've just been like bopping to it as I'm walking it has like a really good beat for walking and I was on the treadmill <laughs> today just bopping to it anyway it's just catchy as fuck and yes I swore advertisement over
3: Whoa
2: i'm like speechless. what just happened
1: you know i you, it happens. it's so rare for while. kelly to
2: swear it's
1: a rarity <laughs> but it's just i you know it happens when i get passionate
2: i know wow i don't even i can't yeah. even i feel like i need to listen to live once to like kind of soothe my soul because that's what john o and his voice do like they soothe my soul <laughs> um but yeah no um I, uh, I agree with you, Kel. Like, it's, 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 the stuff that he does on his own is just as great as what he does with the main, you know. He's an artist like Ollie Baxter that they're just in a league of their own. Uh, Mm Um, like, how much do you think life would mean without its love or death? Do you see differences between this one and other breath? Like, come on! This man is exploring existential concepts of life and death and you know the natural dichotomies that exist like life isn't life if there isn't death like like you know how how you can't know what good is if bad isn't there to kind of define the good you know the whole yin and yang yada 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 yeah i mean i'm getting a little too deep now you know so i'll stop but it was good
3: (laughs) that was like digging the china deep (laughs) yes so, as per usual, I had the playlist of new music on uh, my computer, and I was, like, taking my notes, and the song before ended, and I was finishing up, and all of a sudden I heard the next song start, and I didn't pay attention to what it was, and I just heard the voice, and I was like, oh, what is this? I love this. And then I looked down, and I'm like, oh, duh. Like, of, co- <laughs> of course it's Jono. Um... I I really liked it. Um, I agree, Kelly. It's not too much into the pop punk realm. In all honesty, I feel like it's verging way more on the technoy poppy side of things, verging on like question mark. Why are, do we have us on the show? But his vocals are so good. I don't care.
1: But. Yeah, I mean this wouldn't be, but uh, I'm obsessed. So <laughs> sorry. Yeah. So
3: we're gonna we're gonna overlook it because Kelly's obsessed,
2: and I just think everyone
3: exactly. should listen to it.
1: So I mean.
2: Yeah, and you know what, if our listeners have a problem with our choice of songs, it's not my problem. (laughs) Get at (laughs) me. Speaking of not my problem, uh, Escape the Fate has released a collab with Travis Barker, you know, to appeal to our friends in the harder side of the scene. We're going to talk about it. Uh, You know, it's major hard eyes, but you know what? Not because the whole song is great. And now hear me out. Kelly, I'm going to steal your thunder and gush about the bridge real quick. But the bridge makes it, in my opinion. It, like, kills it. Like, like along with the chorus, the drums in it just add another level. But, you know, what else can we expect from Travis? <laughs> you know, uh, he's a god. And, you know, some people may say he's overrated, but I am going to go ahead and say
3: you're wrong. I am here to say that Travis Barker gets around. This man has been featured... <laughs> On so many goddamn songs recently and like produced so much stuff, and I'm not mad about it at all. (laughs) Everything I feel like. Are you saying Travis
1: Barker is a musical slut? He really had his drumsticks and everything lately, huh?
3: I'm (laughs) saying he's loose with his uh, music and producer talents. Now, is that Uh. slutty? Not my opinion, or not my place to say. However, I do say that We don't slut
2: shame on this podcast
3: exactly we love it that's why i said i celebrate it it in the slightest yes it was i'm i'm a huge fan of everything about this um the king of percussion once again does it and it's just he just he brought it home he just you know it was just amazing i really like the song and i agree the bridge was fire um the echo however leading into the first chorus was like so tasty like nom 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 (laughs) i wanted to eat it up so i'm here for it
1: um yeah super catchy song um what else that you didn't already say i mean travis is travis and he like he just levels it up per usual um second half of the song felt like a different song honestly because the the first half of the Mm. song was like a little bit softer and like it was really catchy and then second half was like more hard like a little harder core and the street screaming comes in but I think altogether it was it was a r- really awesome song, and of course, Travis made it even better. What else is new?
3: So we talk about you know, no, that, I fucked that up. Um, well, we all agree Travis Barker is amazing. However, there is another Travis in the scene that is not so amazing. As um, of late, <laughs> as of he late, is not. Yeah. So Travis Clark is the lead singer of We the Kings, and we all know that We the Kings used to be, like, my band when I listened to, you know, back in the day. And back in the day, I didn't pay attention to the members or who they were or what they believed in. However, as I've gotten older and, you know, the country's kind of gone to shit. Matured. Uh, you kind of, ha- yeah, matured is probably a better word than the country's gone to shit, but you know. Uh-huh. or both. I mean, both can be true. <laughs> both are, but Yeah, probably both are very true. Um, I've tried to start paying attention and you know listen to not only the words coming out of singers mouths when they're singing but also when they're not recently in the past what two weeks i think it happened or was it last year so
2: yeah it was it was pretty recent
3: um anyways he posted an instagram uh post talking about masks and covid and the government mandates and then also talking about how you know talking with people that you don't necessarily agree with when it comes to political views i'm not going to go into the details of it because personally i believe that his opinions are not supported by any fact and are potentially damaging and dangerous in such a deadly pandemic i do agree that you do have to listen we can't just dismiss other people's opinions if they're you know not they don't agree with us but there's a difference between an opinion and a scientific fact uh, and it seems, my personal opinions, I'm not alone in it. Um, many people, including our our king, Alex Gaskarth, from All Time Low, explained in the comments why they disagreed and that his platform can influence many young people and he should be careful about what he says. Now, I will not speak for my co-hosts, but I have always tried to value the music separate from the artist, especially with a band situation, because he doesn't speak for his bandmates. But... With their recent music just being kind of meh and this whole situation going on, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do that anymore. But I will say their new song, that this is all circling back to, um, just came out called Falling So In Love. And I had zero expectations for the song. Everything else has been just kind of meh. It's fine. If I didn't know it was We The Kings, I wouldn't know it. Because honestly, it was like not pop punk at all. It was very techno-y. It sounded like a Chainsmoker song or a Vici, R.I.P. Um, and this is a song where if I wanted someone who doesn't like pop punk to listen to a pop punk band, this would be the song. Um, I mean, it was it was good, but it wasn't something. Especially with everything going on, I don't. Um, I'm not going to listen to it again.
2: Uh, yeah. I mean, it's sweet. It's nice, but I'm not feeling it. Um, you know, yeah, it's kind of, like you said, it's, it's a little EDM-ish for me to enjoy. Not that I dislike artists like Chainsmoker and Avicii, you know, they're fun and make me want to dance, but this was just kind of boring, I guess. I don't know. And I mean, you know, going back to, you know, band members having a platform and, you know, Travis sharing these potentially, damaging opinions because that's what it is it's an opinion um I, it, it's kind of soiled we the kings for me and you know uh like you said like their music's been met recently and it's really been on the decline for me for ages now yeah i'm just kind of over it you know and, and we, we we have talked about it on the show before that we're not immediately you know like cancel kind of people Um, and by no means am I saying to cancel Travis and We the Kings. Um, But sometimes, like, I mean, for me, I I cancel someone, you know, just because on a personal level, I can't separate the art from the artist, um, you know, in terms of, you know, sexual assault that we've seen in the scene. Like, that definitely affects my listening experience. Uh, And uh, like you said, I already haven't been feeling We the Kings, and then this just makes it worse for me.
3: Yeah, and I don't think, I don't think you know, the cancel situation is even somewhere that we're even going with this. It's more of a. Because I'm not going to like block them on Instagram. I'm not going to completely pretend they don't exist. Like, cancel culture is like, go into your hole and never come out. This is just more of like a. <laughs> I'm not going to think about them. I'm not going to let them I waste don't care space about in my more. brain. Yeah. And then if something comes up that is pertinent to the podcast, like a new song you know we'll we'll talk about it but other than that i don't think it's i'm just not going to waste space in my brain for this
2: yeah for me I, I i don't think i think i unfollowed travis ages ago anyway and um i just follow we the kings for their new music yeah yeah
1: i'm i'm in the same boat as both of you i think i mean i didn't really love the song i was too like i mean and i like edm too um but it was just like too like bubble gummy i guess yeah for, me. for
2: kelly to say that it's like really know, for me
1: to say that i love bubblegum pop <laughs> like it's my favorite um but yeah i just i wasn't i don't know if maybe like knowing what i know and like it those feelings it. we have about travis right now like affected how i heard the song maybe it did i'm not a don't i'm not a psychologist psychologist Fair. um so maybe it did and I just didn't realize it but um yeah I I just didn't love it
3: yeah I the thing is too is I did I did appreciate some of the lyrics like I thought some of them were pretty good pretty well thought out but it just the tone and then it paired like I agree bubblegummy is probably the best way to describe it because it's just so romantic and then it also just the sound is just so like oh lovey dovey it just it oh like made my teeth
2: rot (laughs) yeah it's kind of like a lame love story like meanwhile like yeah a song like like 1970 something like that makes me cry every time because it's telling this like beautiful love story and then it just ends tragically and it's just so much better (laughs) oh my god (laughs) i'm always gonna stan 1970 something yes, i will bring always. it up as
3: much as possible that awkward moment that i thought it was a happy song and then halfway through my voice shattered <laughs> <No>. <laughs> if you want to see my in, uh, my real-time reactions go watch uh brianne doesn't know on our youtube channel yes
2: and uh look out for new episodes of brianne doesn't know
1: coming this year so our music news today has you know really been eclectic really has something for everyone classic pop punk punk rap mellow alternative punk rock pop slash edm whatever that last one was and (laughs) just look at us expanding our horizons i'm very proud of us but of course we need to get right back to pop pop punk because that's our favorite and we're gonna do that now with an interview with one of my favorite up-and-coming pop punk bands Rematch. Chicago pop punk band Rematch is taking the scene by storm with their infectiously catchy jams. Their EP Do It All Again and recent single Words That Rhyme With Liar are sure to get you ready to mosh. And we are excited to welcome Alex and Mike from
2: Rematch to the mosh pit today. We're so happy to have you.
0: How's it going?
2: Going good. Better know that you're here. Thanks. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, uh, to get us started, we have started this tradition on the Mosh Pit. And when we bring guests on, you know, to warm us up, you know, get us a little joking and laughing with each other, we, uh, we play a game called Guess the Lyrics. So okay. we're going to say, not sing lyrics at you guys and uh you guys have to guess either the song or the band name because we know sometimes it might be hard you might be like oh i know that song but wait who is it by oh wait i know the band it's uh but so you know just make it a little easier for you guys but if you get both that's dope you're like super extra awesome um so you guys ready
4: i'm ready yeah. as be. <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right so first lyric
0: taking back sunday
2: <laughs> Nailed
1: it! You win all the. You could probably just keep shouting bands and and win. So there we
3: go. <laughs> I mean, all it's right. a strategy. Right. That, is a, that is a strategy.
2: All right, so so let's find the darkest alley, avoiding all contact with roads, keeping time with our heartbeats. We rely on makeshift metronomes.
4: you has on Mike.
3: <laughs> I,
4: I know this. Uh, if I knew the melody I would I would know this.
3: Yeah, it's hard without it's, the... It's so hard for us to, like, say them without wanting to sing it. <laughs> it's, you have to, like, focus on, like, taking different pauses than where it actually is. Yeah, I mean, I
2: feel like I almost sang that one, but... <laughs>
3: <laughs> you want one, one more
2: time?
0: Yeah, one more time? Yeah, one okay. more time.
2: So let's find the darkest alley, avoiding all contact with roads. Keeping time with our heartbeats, we rely on makeshift metronomes. I'm like saying it in my head, and I
0: can't. I feel like I feel like you'd start us off with like one that was sort of easier. Um,
2: wow.
0: So, like I, I like I said, I've only been awake for about forty minutes. Um, so the 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 things in my head aren't turning. ears? Sure.
2: Yeah. Brain is uh,
4: really smooth right now. Yeah, smooth smooth brain.
2: <laughs> all right, all right. We'll we'll uh, should we x them out right away? Let them get warmed up. Is it up, like or... it's gonna
4: be something like My Chemical Romance or something no. like that? No, it's no, it's up. definitely not. It's not My Chem. I I know the lyric. Like I just listened to this song.
2: <laughs>
3: You're gonna be so mad when you. Like Mariana's
4: hear French. No, it's not them. All it's right.
3: Selena. Can we back. circle back? Yeah,
4: we can circle back.
3: back. We'll, we'll circle back. back. Okay, next one. I almost just said it because I normally we put the name of the songs at the end. Not so. I, <laughs> okay. Um, your good intentions slowly turn into bitterness. Recurring episodes with each and every kiss. I can tell you're going through the motions.
4: Uh, <laughs> that's, that's definitely newfound all downhill.
3: Yeah.
2: yeah. Figuring a puzzle
3: with each and every
2: kiss.
4: <laughs> yeah, oh we did a oh, newfound glory crazy. cover set, like... Was that last year?
0: Yeah, that's all downhill from here. That was yes. um,
4: that was actually last
0: Jan, January. Was it? Was that already in January?
3: <laughs> that already?
0: Or, yeah, this past January. Was that already January?
3: Time is a flat yeah. circle, guys. Like it's there's no rhyme or reason anymore, especially in a concert.
0: that was the newfoundler cover set. There was like not a ton of people there. Oh,
3: Sick. they missed
2: out on that. I was <laughs> say that would have yeah. been fun. Yeah, it's tight. All right, so you guys got
1: that one all right all next right. one is last one but there's a light on in chicago and i oh know i should be home all the colors of the street signs they remind me of the pickup Pick the Ch-
2: of yeah
4: <laughs> chicago so two years ago I follow-up boy yeah, yeah. <laughs> see
1: two out of the
4: three the first one is hit the lights uh oh
1: it's
4: you came back to it it's it's not save your breath, is it?
2: No, it's really no. killing you, Mike. I can see it in your <laughs> you're eyes.
4: I gotta need a No, cause I hit the lights is like literally like my favorite band. So like,
2: <laughs> so you're so <laughs> upset you can't get it. <laughs> yeah,
4: <laughs> I know it's hit the lights. I, I can get that far.
2: Okay, well you know what? Since you did you you held out, I'm gonna. Okay, you're going to not like it, but I'm going to sing it for you to make it a little bit easier for you. Oh, hell
0: yeah. All right, hold on. Let me, let me, hit, let me hit record real quick. Hold oh, on. God.
2: Is it going to be easier, though? Is it? Is it, bro? <laughs> <laughs>
3: it might not be easier with Michelle singing.
2: Yeah. yeah, it might not be easier. I don't know. We'll see. So let's find the darkest alley, avoiding all contact with bros, keeping time with our heartbeats. We rely on makeshift mattress gnomes. Yeah, she's really good at words this morning. Yeah. Her energy
0: is, like, up here, but, like, the, like, mouth and, like, her, like, speech is just, like, down here.
3: connection's not there yet. Yeah, we're almost there. Drunk and tired, Michelle.
4: I can't remember the song name.
3: Talk us down.
4: Yeah, yeah.
2: The chorus came right after. I even went with it for you. I know. Right. I know. <laughs> All right. That so was good. You guys, you guys got five out of six. That was good. Five out
1: of Consider. six. Out.
2: There's
0: three. Well, yeah, I was trying to figure out how we got how we got this six. Well, yeah. band name, song, oh, name. band
3: name, song. And, and song. song, song.
0: Yeah. That makes sense. It.
3: Fair. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is why go. we can't schedule interviews this early in the morning. None of us are really on it. <laughs> everybody's struggling
1: yeah apparently we're definitely learning a lesson right now but this is really fun we're having a great time
3: we're just waking up (laughs) and it's okay it's gonna be great it's gonna be great
4: what are you snacking on alex this is just my my iced chai latte from
1: starbucks alex who is on your t-shirt right now oh Oh, hell yeah love it
0: yes sir
2: nice
0: the fun house tour from Love two, it. 2000. When is it? What does it say? No. I can't read. No, no idea. I don't know. Wait, did we
3: actually say? Did we actually out loud? Because for people who are listening on the podcast, it's pink. Oh
1: yeah, so. we do a podcast,
3: not a video. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a good,
4: that's a good
1: point. What's on your shirt? Oh, so I nice. was wearing
3: a pink shirt. Everybody. Oh yeah. <laughs>
0: so... <laughs> yeah, pink is You'll on. We'll
3: end my... up on YouTube too, but you know, like for people who are listening at home, <laughs> on their phones, it was pink. It's what? pink. Yeah. Uh, I actually saw Pink. I want to say, I think right before all this shit went down, uh, I got free tickets from work. It was in 2019. Good time. Wow. She's, she's awesome live.
0: Yeah, she's crazy. I remember that. I don't know what what it was on. Like it was like a like the VMAs or the MTV like MTV Awards, something like that, where she was like doing acrobatic shit, like oh, yeah. with the with I don't even know, like the curtains that she was like the silks, in, yeah, and she was like.
3: Uh. Oh, yeah. I okay, just fucking floating.
0: Yeah. And I'm just she like, bro, the- how are you singing right now? That's impossible.
3: She did that at the show that I saw her at, too. And it was insane. Yeah. like her, She's amazing. Anyways, yeah. but Crazy. not enough about Pink, let's get to you guys. <laughs> this is all about you. So uh, you guys are rematch, but who won the first round? <laughs> uh, we
0: kind of
4: lost the first round. None of us. We were all part of different bands before. <laughs> Yeah, we, I would say we lost the first round.
3: Oh, no. <laughs> yeah,
4: the band
0: should have just been called, you win some, you lose some.
3: <laughs> oh. you lose most. So I'm guessing that plays most. into why you guys named yourselves Rematch?
4: Uh, Basically, like I had the idea for the band. I was in a band called The Fight Night. Okay. And uh, Alex was in a different band, and Charlie, our old guitarist, was in a different band. Basically, we all just like got out of bands at the same exact time, and we decided to start a new band, and we were like, we're doing it again it's it's like a rematch you know
2: nice yeah i dig i dig um you know uh, so you said you know you guys all came out from other bands and i know you've got you've been around since at least 2018 right when that's um, like
4: when we started yeah
2: yeah so you know dig a little deeper delve a little deeper tell us like you know how exactly you guys came together
0: well mike basically hit me up one day Cause I got a friend request from him on Facebook and I had like known who he was because he was in like a band in the scene and like we had played some shows together mm-hmm. and um, he was like, Hey man, I got this project that uh, I'm working on. I was wondering if you wanted to like do vocals on it. And I was like, I was, if you bought it at first, because sorry, if I'm twitchy, I currently don't have a, um, a rug underneath my, my chair. So it's just, it's just a swivel chair on <laughs> hardwood. Roland. So I'm just rolling, rolling, rolling.
3: Totally.
0: Um but anyway, um, Mike had hit me up and I was a little bit like eh about it at first because I was still in a band at the time and I wanted my full attention to be towards that. And um then I got kicked out of that band. And then I was like, Hey, I'm down. When are we meeting up? <laughs> and uh yeah, we uh we wrote chicago like october of 2017. it was like one of the first couple times we all like got together and stuff actually i think i still have memories on my time hop from three years ago that are like or maybe my snapchat you know how it does like your memories like this day Mm -hmm. three years ago like you really want to relive the past and then this
2: year has been uh, fun. Yeah. yeah that's why i deleted time hop i'm like this has been fun for like the last five years but i'm seeing the same stuff over and over again and it still hurts yeah i
0: started to realize like my time hop streak lasted longer than like any of my friends that i've ever really had and i was like maybe i should just delete this this isn't good for anybody but yeah we wrote um we wrote that song like i said i actually yesterday i got a um, a Snapchat memory of me listening to like a really old demo of Chicago, like in the car on the way home, like piping it up. I'm um, like, like, yo, y'all gotta listen to this when it comes out. And, uh, yeah. That's so awesome. that was right around this time, about three years ago. Um, Love it. and then, uh, we've, we've sort of just been, I guess, writing music since then and doing other cool stuff. Mike thought, Mike and everyone, actually, was it Mike or Charlie that thought I was a flake? Was it Charlie? Charlie.
4: Charlie, Charlie yeah. thought I was
0: a flake, yeah, when we first
4: started. So like, I kind of had like, Charlie originally had hit me up to like about this project and he was like, oh, like, you know, we'd have to find other members and I like originally, I was like, I would played shows with Alex and uh, knew his band and I was like, I think Alex's voice would fit this perfectly. So that's why I hit him up like so I had like an idea of all the pieces I wanted to put together for a rematch before we actually like had the band put together. Uh and uh, so we we only tried out I think two other singers and then uh, Two other we, ones? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know you know them. Yeah. You know the stories. Uh and no, I, when I Alice came through like I was like yeah this is definitely like exactly what we were looking for. Yeah,
1: and the rest is history.
4: And then I stopped
0: smoking, and then I I couldn't sing as as good anymore. So I
2: mean, I feel like that would help.
0: <laughs> I don't know, man.
2: You never know. I <coughs> think <laughs> it's all <in> your head.
1: Um, <laughs> uh, so talking about uh, being from Chicago, I love your no coast pop punk tagline. So can you talk a little bit about how? you think you know being from chicago has influenced your music and your pop punk sound
4: yeah i can start with that uh i was like bands always would put like west coast pop punk or east yeah. coast pop punk and you know i just thought it was like a funny play on uh on that like hey we're we're no coast or like all state pop punk represent <laughs> That's kind of the idea behind that as far as our sound goes i mean like the pop punk scene in chicago is really good there's a lot of good bands here so yeah it's been in and out the last five years or so but yeah there's a ton of uh
0: pop punk and like i guess like hardcore influence in like mm-hmm. chicago so there's a lot i mean there's a lot more bands that we um kind of have influence from than just chicago bands i mean obviously fall Boy was a big one you can hear that in my vocal style and uh, even some of like the the melodies and stuff that we use. But um, bands like New Font Glory and uh, I mean, I'm like Blink-182 is still one of my favorite bands of all time. So Blink-182 and the story so far and just stuff like that is is sort of where I, in addition to like, the way that I see it is... <laughs> Pick like a picture. <laughs> yeah, so I, I had said this before and it came out completely wrong. The last podcast we were on, this is this is the basically this is the way that I said it. I was like, if if Fall Boy and Newfound Glory had a baby, and then Story So Far and Blink One Eight Two had a baby, and then those two babies fucked.
3: That's the way that I said it, but I meant it as like. Had another baby. Had another baby. it. <laughs> I was like, wait, wait, don't take that out of context.
4: So this is the product of baby fucking?
3: Yeah, it's the product of baby fucking. Here on the podcast, we do not condone baby fucking. What did you
4: it's, just uh, say? I mean, that's just Pineapple Express.
0: Canceled. <laughs> Rematch is finally canceled. Thank God.
3: Oh my God. All right. Back to our day jobs. all right everybody take it home
0: (laughs) i've been unemployed for eight months (coughs) so i don't have a day job
3: i mean with the quarantine it's most people are facing that kind of stuff too um you guys released uh words that ran with liars you know a couple months ago did you write and record it during quarantine or did you you know do it before just kind of talk to us about how you made that single how you came up with the idea all that stuff
4: that was the first song that uh noah had Noah joined the band. He's our new guitarist. And uh, that's the first song that me and him worked on together. Uh, We're on the label Lost Music Collective, and they were kind of pushing for us to put out a single. So me and him kind of got together, and he had an idea for the intro of the song, and so we kind of fleshed everything out and then uh, brought Alex in and just recorded vocals. Uh, Yeah, so like we, it came out in October. I think we wrote it in August, so... Uh, it came out pretty soon, right after we wrote it.
3: How, um, kind of talk about, like, how it was different from, you know, a normal process, or are you guys considered in each other's bubble where you can, you know, hang out and whatnot?
0: No, we, I mean, like, I can't speak for anybody else, but, like, I re- we rarely see each other. I know Josh and Mike probably see each other more often, and Noah and Mike probably see each other more often, but, like, I, ha- I haven't, like, seen them since August. <laughs> so, Yeah. That was like the last time. Actually, we did the music video that we did was probably the last time that we, yeah, we yeah, saw yeah. each other, which was also August.
4: I think that was the beginning <laughs> of September, wasn't it?
0: Maybe it was. Time
4: is not a yeah. <laughs> time does not exist. Right um, <laughs> yeah. So me and me and Noah like are like I would say we're in like our bubbles, so like we see each other uh, quite frequently, and then uh, everyone just kind of like came in for like a day and just did their parts. And then that was kind of it. Like we had everything fleshed out demo wise, like sending each other files and whatever else. So uh, I think like everyone has been pretty healthy so far. I don't, I don't think uh, anyone's even gotten COVID in the band yet. So
1: let's keep it that way. We're um, trying. So probably one of my favorite things about your music is that it's, so unbelievably catchy like you listen to it one time and you're just somehow singing it for the rest of the day um so i'm really interested in your writing process so you know either with words that rhyme with or do it all again how i guess uh, talk a little bit about your your writing process and how you come up with things like that do they just come to you like magic is it like you're working on it for a while to you know perfect it
0: uh, mike you want to tell them what uh, what it says on the door to your studio <laughs>
4: uh you, if you it's up to you if you want if you want to take that you can take it i'll take it all right so um i got it
0: don't worry um, <laughs> so there's this like ongoing joke uh like an inside joke with the band and uh like whenever we do something remotely good could be a good lyric we just lay down or like uh like a riff someone thought of and they like lay it down on the track we play it back first time someone stops like what does it say on the door what does it say on the door right there suck dicks write hits we ain't sucking any dicks right now
3: models to live by that is phenomenal i love it Oh it's really working out for you you're really living
2: by it absolutely <laughs> oh
3: that's so great yes,
2: <laughs> i mean we uh um kelly actually found you guys and uh introduced me in Brigade uh rematch and um we we talked about it on the show a while back and uh for us it was like it, it was such a fresh like, take on pop punk, and, you know, like, we, we've talked a lot about how, you know, the there's parts of the genre that are very, kind of, stale and generic and everything, but, you know, we were jamming hard to words that rhyme with liar, and, uh, you guys are definitely not sucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> that is for sure. <laughs> uh,
4: so, like, I'm really influenced by, like, a lot of the early, like, 2000s pop punk, mm-hmm. and, so, like, I try and write, like, songs that are reminiscent of that but still fresh. So, like, mm-hmm. we try and incorporate a lot of a big, like, pop-influence hooks over, like, really play into the pop in pop-punk. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of bands aren't necessarily doing that anymore. It's more like uh, the the emo sound or whatever. And uh, so, like, that's a big part of it is, that, like, I listen to, like, just a lot of pop music in general anyways. So uh, that also plays a lot of influence into, like, our writing.
2: So, you yeah. know we've alluded to it throughout this interview so far um that 2020 was the longest fucking year in history but it was a pretty big year for you rematch with do it all again and everything so uh what is your proudest moment to come out of that we're making you think really hard right now yeah i was just
4: waiting to see if alex said anything uh (laughs) be super
2: introspective
4: our uh our release show was we'd like right before everything like started closing down we played a release show uh and it was amazing there's a ton of people there and the the album had only been out uh do it all again had only been out for like a day and people like already knew the words to like the songs and they were singing along and stuff it was really crazy uh and like literally right after that i had to drive my brother to colorado he was moving down there and my flight back like everyone was freaking out like oh covid everything's shutting down so it was like it's really surreal that like right after we played our show, like everything just shut down. Yeah,
0: we like we had plans to do like a like a week and a half tour with this band from Canada called Rival Towns, and uh, it just like we didn't even we got to play one show with with Do It All Again. Like that's we got to play one show with those songs. Mm-hmm. We didn't even get to tour it or anything, and I mean like I could care less about touring the the first EP because it's a it's a band's first EP that you know. Not a ton is expected from from a local band with with one EP, but like the second one was more refined and it was something we were super 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 proud of, and we got to play one show one show on it, and then it kind of just like everything was like
2: went to shit.
0: Nah, you can't you can't you can't do that anymore. The relationship really, was was really awesome.
1: What was your favorite song to play from Do It Again live when you were able to? Hello, Arctic. It's a lot of fun. I feel like all of them would be a lot of fun. Uh,
4: live a little Hello Heartache for me, too. Yeah,
2: I, I think I agree with Kelly. I think the entire thing would just be fun. All of it. Fun. Just Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of
4: course.
1: So I guess from, like, a little bit of a more personal note, and co- like, uh, so you talked a little, a little bit about, you know, obviously 2020 and quarantine affecting touring and, and recording and releasing music, but... Um, on like a personal note have you you know i feel like we're all kind of learning stuff about ourselves having to be alone like <laughs> in quarantine what have you i guess learned about yourself that you're going to you know take with you into hopefully a better
4: 2021
1: oh yeah, shit i know it's a loaded
4: question i'm going to i'm just going to cancel on my therapist this week yeah, we're getting it all out here. You don't
1: need it. We're here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: Shit, what have I learned about myself? I don't I don't know that I've learned anything about myself.
1: <laughs> you really like iced chai lattes.
0: Oh, yeah, with oat milk.
1: Oh, I just switched to oat milk, actually. It's a yeah, it's wonderful fire. switch. Yeah, it's amazing.
0: I mean, I learned how to play guitar a bit better, but I feel like that's it. I feel like there's, like... I don't know. You're supposed to have like this, like this, like moment of, oh, growth, you know. Mm-hmm. But like, I've just felt, I've just slowly felt less and less like a human being, <laughs> and like I have, n- there's no growth happening.
2: Um, and I think, but you know what? I think that is something you've learned about yourself. You know, it, it, it's okay if you're not being productive. It's okay if you're not growing. It's okay if you're just surviving. Because we are not thriving here on the Mosh Pit either. So,
3: <laughs> yeah, I think so it's all about our... recognizing it, like, yeah, being like, you know what, it sucked for everyone, and it sucked extra for me. At least I made it through it. Yeah, and you guys put out, an, you guys put out new music, so that's that's a huge accomplishment. So, mm-hmm.
2: so for Sweet all for our listeners out there, it's okay to not be okay.
4: <laughs> I feel like I may have learned that that like I was built for quarantine. Like my life, like <laughs> didn't really change. Like I just. I, I work and like work got just like safer, I guess, as far as like people coming in and out and, uh, and then I come home and I, I like play music and play video games and like bail on plans with my friends. So like nothing's, <laughs> changed.
3: nothing's so changed. I just have an excuse to bail. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we're going to move into something a little lighter, right Mish?
2: Yes, we are. We're going to go into rapid fire questions. So. I'm going to give you like an either or, and you just throw out your first instinct, and we can pause and elaborate if you feel like it. If not, we'll move on to the next one. Whatever. All right. First one. Tattoos or piercings?
0: Tattoos. Tattoos, yeah, yeah,
2: Okay, cool. Me too. Uh, I think we all agree. Yeah, Yeah. I think so too. Yeah, I'm not a piercing person. I don't know. I, I freaked out more when I got my, like, one and only piercing versus, like, my five tattoos. <laughs> I, yeah, like, same. just sit there and I'm like, okay, that's yeah, good. It's a big deal. Yeah. This,
3: is, this is how much I hated getting piercings. In college, I got my cartilage pierced with the gun at, like, Claire's. Because oh, I was oh. so freaked out to get a real needle put in my ear. <laughs> Meanwhile, got... I'm like, yeah, spend 20 minutes doing a tattoo on my arm. It's fine.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I got both cartilage done when I was in high school. I got both lobes done in high school. I actually got a second over here. I used to have a lip ring. I used to have both nostrils pierced. I had a septum. Oh damn! At one point.
3: Yeah. Not all like all at the same things.
0: time. Not now. Oh. All at the same time. No. <laughs> I had a lip ring, and then I was like, Nah, I don't like that. So I tried the <laughs> nose nose ring again, and I was like, Damn, it'd just be infected all the time. So I'm like, All right,
1: mm. let's move <laughs> on to septums instead. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, let's just let's just go with the tattoos instead. Oh, there, you so. there
2: you go.
0: <laughs> I'm working. Right. I'm working on it. I the last one I got was was this one. If you can see, fuck it. My your arm around more. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's like a little bird. Yeah, oh, nice.
2: yeah, cool. I like it. All right, nice. so you're getting a whole sleeve? Is that, what
1: that
0: Yeah, is? I'm I'm working on it. The first one I got on this arm was when I was 19, and then I didn't get one for like two years, and then I got a a different one, another one, and so on and so forth.
2: Just adding on.
0: Just been adding yeah. on. But I did get two within the last couple months on that arm, so. Nice.
2: I mean, what else are you going to be doing, right?
3: <laughs> I just I just hit two years since my last tattoo, and now I'm, like, starting to get itchy again. Like, I need another one.
2: <laughs> oh, I've been so anxious to get a new tattoo for ages. Yeah,
0: one. it was definitely a good feeling because I hadn't gotten one since a year prior. Yeah. It's been the couple months ago, I got the – I don't know if you guys watch BoJack Horseman. I uh, yeah. No, none of you. I,
3: of I, I know I know the show, but I don't, have, yeah, I, don't I, know. Know, like, I got
0: a, I got a Sarah Lynn tattoo, one of the the, the girls from Bojack Horseman. Oh nice. That was the one I got first and then I got the the swallow. Nice. My friend Danny. All
2: right, next one. Okay, so normal pets like dogs and cats or exotic pets or exotic pets like snakes, ferrets, pet pigs.
0: Um I mean I'm I'm a dog person. Um, I do, I mean, I like cats too. We used to, my family used to have a cat when I was younger. Um, we actually used to have a ferret when I was like seven.
2: I love ferrets. His name was Rocky.
0: And actually it was a girl. I
4: found out it was a girl. (laughs) (laughs) I have two dogs and I love them more than anything in this entire world. So.
2: Yeah, I feel like most people are normal pet people. I did have an iguana for a week, but. I yeah, okay. have chameleons. I used to yeah, have.
4: Yeah, but he was sick, and he didn't Aww. last. Aww.
2: My little
4: link. It was a sad time. I cried for I three had, days. I had exact oh. pets too. I, I just like, no one's more excited to see me than my yeah, dogs. Dog. Like when I come home from work, like I'm like they're like yeah, Merlin. So Merlin
0: is like a terror. Like <laughs> <laughs> he will not shut up. <laughs> I mean, at least when I'm around, he's always like. You guys have, like, hardwood floor through most of your first floor. So, like, yeah. like he's, like, <laughs> super jumpy, so he's, like, <laughs> when he tries to run away. <laughs> yeah, he just gets, like, super skittish. When you're, like, yeah, but- come here, Merlin. He's a little, uh, he's a Pomeranian Husky mix. Is that what it is? Yeah. Oh, so cute.
2: Yeah, he's, he's super fluffy husky. and,
0: like,
4: small, medium size.
2: Yeah. He's
4: 17 pounds, so he's he's pretty small. Yeah. Uh-oh. And then he- I have a Shiba Inu Husky mix.
2: Oh, you you like those husky mixes, huh?
4: <laughs> yeah, I had, a, I had a Siberian husky too, but he passed away.
2: Oh, uh, yeah, are, my dog's a uh, part husky. Um, we found that out from doing his like DNA thing, <laughs> and it made total sense because he's so fucking talkative. And when I get home, he try he's like almost sixty pounds. He tries to jump in my arms because he used to do that as a puppy. Can't do that yeah. anymore. <laughs> no. <laughs>
3: It makes sense why every time we record, he's like in the background. While all of a sudden, Michelle is just like, "Stop talking!" And you just hear the dog yelling. She's like, <laughs> roof, roof. "Continuing on."
2: Yeah, he's so needy. He like he's like, "Mom, mom."
3: <laughs> it's like that Family Guy joke with uh, Stewie just saying "Mom" over yeah. and over again.
2: Mom, Ma, mom, mommy,
3: mom, mm-hmm. mom. Ma!
2: <laughs> what? <laughs> All right, oh, so last rapid fire of our really not-so-rapid-fire It fire wasn't round. very
1: rapid, but it's
2: okay. <laughs> okay, acoustic or electric guitar?
4: Electric.
0: Oh, I'm not a good enough guitar player.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, what what sound do you prefer? not necessarily what you want to play.
0: Well, it that depends. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't a rapid-fire answer. Um, Probably electric guitar.
2: <laughs> All right, cool. We made it through that rapid-fire in... A, matter. It's the morning. It, it's, we're just going to keep blaming it on
3: the fact that it's early. <laughs> Sad part is it's, like, not really that <laughs> early. It's just because it's a Saturday. It, our brains are like, it's early. It's before you know, a certain time. Right. Uh,
4: I so, wake up uh, at, like, five o'clock in the morning for work, usually. So I got to sleep in. Like, I can't. I don't have an excuse. <laughs>
2: You're
1: like, yes! <laughs> You're the most awake of us all, Mike. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I usually don't set an alarm, so I just kind of wake up when I wake up.
3: I, I, I used to be like that, but now my boyfriend—oh, weird. Uh, my fiance uh, just his uh, alarm goes off uh, about an hour before I need to even be conscious, so I wake up because of him. I, need to be I, don't, conscious. Conscious. I don't set alarm anymore. <laughs> he goes to work earlier than I do. Now I just lay in bed and screw around on my phone until I have to go to work. Scroll? Uh, yeah, the, the doom scroll. The doom scroll. It just happens okay so what are what are you guys working on what can we expect from rematch in 2021
4: we're working on absolutely nothing (laughs) (laughs) you're not supposed to tell people that oh um (laughs) we're working really hard on a full length this is is what we're supposed to tell people uh Uh, we're supposed supposed to (laughs) <laughs> we're supposed to be putting out a full link. We should be working on that. Uh, we have a couple demos and ideas floating around, but uh, nothing really concrete. It's uh, it's it's hard to be motivated.
2: Totally understandable. It really is, Do you yeah. think um, as soon as like, things, return to some semblance of normal, there'll definitely be shows being played.
4: Once it's safe to play shows, I think we're gonna start playing shows a lot, as much as we can, because like, I definitely miss it. <laughs>
2: yeah do you think you guys will be a little bit more local or you'll be traveling because you know uh the mosh pit is ready to go see every rematch show we're also very spread out well yeah we're all really spread out we're massachusetts new jersey and florida
0: oh well i got we're
2: east coast pop punk
0: i got friends on the east coast so
4: that's not uh definitely definitely trying to travel uh yeah like we had plans for touring in 2020 and then obviously that didn't happen so mm-hmm. uh realistically like we'll probably we like as far as being a band goes we haven't played that many shows uh, mm-hmm. so um, it's also very valid <laughs> like I don't know I'd say like 2018 2019 we probably played like four shows a year each of those years so like we probably played like 10 <coughs> shows as a band maybe a little more maybe maybe a handful more but yeah so it's yeah.
2: like super extra special to go to a rematch show then that we have to look at it right because you
4: guys uh, are very
2: selective about sure it. yeah we're gonna we're gonna that's how we're gonna frame
4: it well yeah like cause, like we weren't touring or anything so we didn't want to overplay like the chicago market uh mm-hmm. so like that does kind of our mindset there but once we can start touring like we want to play as much as we can A
1: mm-hmm. dig mm-hmm. are you guys um are you guys new year's resolutions people do you do that you have a resolution for
0: this year? I mean, I have goals my girlfriend and I try to do, but that's not really. It's not really I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work out this year. <laughs> and like three weeks into the new year, you're like.
2: That you know. was fun. <laughs> you're like, cheeseburger.
4: <laughs> I, I, I don't do New Year's resolutions. Uh, I let myself down too much.
1: Oh. Yeah, me too. I don't do them anymore because mine was always, I'm going to work out this year. And then exactly what you described happens to me every time. So I stopped. Mm-hmm.
0: We don't really, I mean, I don't really make resolutions. I make like, I try to make like good conscious decisions sometimes, sometimes
3: <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> like I, uh, like I stopped eating meat uh, last July. Um. So it's been a a year and almost a year and a half since are I went you, vegetarian, and stuff are like you that.
3: vegetarian, or is it like, um, you know, or do you eat like chicken and fish, or is it just all meat?
0: No, just all meat.
3: That's awesome. Good for you, because I could never
2: do it. My family's from Argentina. We have like major barbecues all the time. And
0: it's, yeah, I feel it. that. My family is uh, Italian, or my dad's side is. Mm-hmm. So. I just
4: love cheeseburgers, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, that's always your, ima- man, I just.
1: Those impossible burgers, though.
4: They're just really
1: good. They're good. They just don't... They don't hit the same. That's fair. You think you'd be able to tell if we gave you a cheeseburger and an an impossible burger? Absolutely. You think so? Yeah. I think you guys should do a test because I don't think I'd I'd be be able able to tell.
3: I've I've actually done that, but specifically from Burger King because that was Uh, the first place around here that had them, and because of the way they, like... Season the impossible burger, I could not tell the difference, but I could tell the difference between like something I made at home versus uh, you know, right. Yeah, I haven't tried Sink. one yet, so I, could, I don't know if I could tell
0: the impossible whoppers are really good,
3: they're, they're really solid.
2: good.
0: Um, there's a couple burger, like burger
3: things box uh, us, please, right?
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> there's a couple, um, there's a couple like restaurants, I guess, by me that have, I mean, like more and more people are starting to do that yeah. kind of you know, because it's a good thing to get into and also offers way more options for people that don't eat meat, Mm -hmm. which is a larger number of people than people think. (laughs) Um, But yeah, um, there's a couple places by me that do a really good one. And I, I still, I still like eat dairy. Like I still, I don't, I usually do oat milk, but I still eat cheese because Italians, you know, it's hard to I
2: can never not, get away from you know, that. I can, I can <laughs> I never I go cheese. That. not. That's yeah. one thing. I don't think I could ever Cheese
4: is the working name. man's heroin. Yeah.
2: <laughs> really? Wow. That is that's the quote the of the year. the best description <laughs> I've ever heard. I love it. It yeah, um, was
3: funny. There's actually a study that came out about how addictive cheese is. Yeah, it's, I, I, it's I saw that. It's literally almost as addictive as heroin. That's funny. I, did, it, I completely forgot about that. Oh, God. That's, yeah.
2: Uh. All right. Well, now that don't we talk
0: about cheese,
2: <laughs> now we're done talking about cheese. Um, we're gonna wrap up here. So why don't you guys tell your our fans and your fans, I'm sure they're listening to, where they can find you.
0: You can find us at rematchtheband.com. Um, our socials, I think, are rematch the band. Facebook's weird. I don't know what the tag is. Just look up <laughs> rematch the band. And you should be able to find it. <laughs>
2: All right, so, um, anything you want to say to the fans
4: out there? Oh, we just appreciate everyone who takes the time to listen to our music, like, uh, we put a lot of effort into, like, our stuff, and it means a lot when people, uh, listen and reach out and tell us how much they like it, and it, it really just, that's, like, a motivating factor to keep making more music, for me at least. What is it, like, positive reinforcement with dogs? like so yes. like, like You guys Pat did a mom. good job. I'm like, yeah, 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 we did a good job. Let's, let's, do, let's do more music.
2: <laughs> All right. Well, awesome. Thank you so much for coming on, my friends.
4: Um, yeah, it
2: was a blast. Uh, we learned a lot of new things about you guys. And uh, we hope our listeners did, too. So um, go check out Rematch. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> nice. Nice. Great. Yes. you can find them at remashtheband.com and like i said go listen to them um follow them on social and you guys know where to find us at moshpin pod on facebook and instagram and like other places but you know we don't really keep up with that so whatever anyways um
3: until next. Twitter, people
2: yeah uh, until next time hashtag Moshella.